Welcome back to the Popcorn and Piggy podcast with your host Sam. I am here to help empower you to get the knowledge all about guinea pigs so that your guinea pig lives a long and healthy life and of course interacts with you, gives you lots of love, that you can enjoy them for all that they have to offer. Each week we have a new topic and I bring you tips, tricks, experience, my knowledge, everything I've learnt to share everything you need to know about guinea pigs. I talk to other guinea pig owners, rescues, businesses. This is a hub of knowledge that I'm sharing with you, like I say, so that you can get the best out of your guinea pig. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, my Hello Piggy Pals and welcome back to the Popcorn and Piggy podcast with your host me Sam. Thank you very much for joining me back here today and I've decided I'm actually going to create a little name for us podcast listeners, okay? What do you think about the popcorners? Yeah, does that sound pretty good? Let me know via Instagram at Popcorn and Piggy if you are a popcorner. Let's be part of the group together, our Piggy Pals, our Popcorn and Piggy Pals. And us popcorners can, of course, listen to the podcast all together and get informed in all the piggy goodness that is provided on the podcast. So, yeah, come on, popcorners, let's all get involved. So, popcorners, on this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about guinea pigs and feeding grass and um, everything that kind of goes into that. We're having, I'm looking out the window right now as I I record this podcast and it's February, um, going into March and this podcast has come to my attention because everyone is getting all excited, the fact that the sun's shining, we're going to hit record temperatures today, it's going to be like 17, nearly 20 degrees Celsius, Um, so everyone's getting excited for the summer, I was in the gym earlier and the gym was packed, like normally it's dead, so you know everyone's in there trying to get their beach bodies ready um, in February, which is unheard of, Um, but obviously Instagram and everything else has been... um, full of everyone taking pictures of their guinea pigs on grass and I love that grass is a great staple to guinea pigs diets it's great for their digestive system and it's a great source of vitamin c as well as many other useful vitamins and minerals but putting your guinea pig on grass or feeding grass to your guinea pig has a lot of important um, elements to it that if not done correctly, can actually be really negative for your guinea pig. It can cause them bloat, it can cause them to have diarrhoea, it can cause them to get a UTI. There are so many things, if not done well and done properly, that can actually really impact your guinea pig. So I want to spend the time on this podcast today going through everything so that you guys are informed on the best practice and the best way to introduce your guinea pigs, whether it's feeding to grass or actually putting them on the grass, which obviously they will then eat it, so it's both. Um so that you guys can obviously get the best as usual with the podcast. I'm here to educate you and for us to share our knowledge between ourselves so that you guys and myself are continuing to be the best piggy owners that we can be, which means our guinea pigs have the best life and which means we have the best love and satisfaction from our guinea pig because they are healthy too. So that's enough jibber-jabber for the introduction. Let's get started on introducing your guinea pigs to grass and the tips and tricks and hacks and more importantly the health benefits and also drawbacks of putting your guinea pigs on or feeding them grass. So guinea pigs can definitely be your free lawnmower okay. I 
when I redid my garden in my house, I purposely gave one part of the garden its own sort of grass patch because grass is so important to guinea pigs, like I say, for their digestive system as well as um, many nutrients. But it's also just somewhere nice that they can chill out in the fresh air in summer or spring, maybe the start of autumn, um, and they can just relax and have a different place to sort of chill around and different scenery. So let's talk about kind of the things that you need to be aware before you just put your guinea pig straight on the grass. So let's talk about the grass itself. The grass itself or the grass area that you're going to be putting them on should not have been treated with any chemicals or pesticides um, either by yourself if you obviously live with your parents by your parents or if you're in a rented house or kind of combined property maybe you have a shared garden um, anybody else using that grass or a public body so it could be um, if you have like a handyman or a maintenance guy or anything like that if it's a shared property you need to make sure that anybody who looks after that grass whether it's yourself your parents or that body hasn't treated it with any chemicals or pesticides because obviously if your guinea pig is eating that grass the pesticides and the chemicals are in that grass so they will end up being in your guinea pig system and obviously you don't want that because there are many negative drawbacks in terms of health and possible side back side effects of that so yeah never put your animal on treated grass if you are unsure don't do it but obviously ask anyone who has looks after that grass if they have treated it with chemicals or pesticides and if it was treated a while ago if the grass has grown let's say three to four times maybe five times and it's been cut and it's not been treated again since that will be okay obviously if it's exposed to rain the rain will naturally wash the chemicals and pesticides off but that does take a while so probably three to four maybe five growths and cuts will be okay moving on to number two that grass should have no mold on it and it should look healthy i know in the uk because of our temperature and climates grass can go kind of Mm, you know it can be burnt and go brown and all things like this ideally for your guinea pig to be eating the grass it needs to be that luscious green or somewhat green um, grass but obviously to put your guinea pig on the grass it needs to be a reasonable health in order for them to eat it and get the most benefits from it nutrients the vitamins and um, if it doesn't look healthy i wouldn't put them on it it's not worth risking anything like mold or you have to also be careful of dandelion leaves too many of them because they have so much calcium and are not good um, and also anything like the buttercups can be really poisonous too so just be mindful that healthy green grass is the area that you want to put your guinea pigs on just again going back to the first point if it's really healthy and green just check it's not being treated with chemicals and pesticides um, i know in the uk that a lot of patches that are very green have been treated by those just because we're not used to seeing that kind of luscious grass especially if it's early or late in the season if it's midsummer and it's not too hot then that might just be the lusciousness of it it's the peak time but especially early spring when the grass is still growing if it's really really green it's possibly been treated with chemicals or pesticides moving on to number three avoid any grass areas that have been peed on by other animals or livestock so this includes wild animals such as foxes the fox pee is actually poisonous to guinea pigs 
um, and it doesn't have to just be wet with the fox, fox pee. Again, going back to the grass will absorb it in and the grass itself will have those poisons in. So fox pee is um, an important part of not having the grass affected by wild items um, animals. You may or may not know this. Obviously, most people's gardens, I think, are safe to say that are secure. But if you know you've seen a fox in your garden within the last week, don't put your guinea pigs out. It's not worth it. Or, you know, if you know that you want to put your guinea pigs out on the grass, corner off an area with a safe run so that the fo you know for a fact that the fox hasn't been in there. Next, your pets. Dog pee is also dangerous to guinea pigs. Same reason, very poisonous. If your dog pees all over the grass, you can't put your guinea pigs on it because you don't know where your dog, uh, dog is weed. You don't know how long ago, when was the last place they did it. So again, corner off an area that is safe for the guinea pigs. Put your run on it and we'll come to runs later on in terms of a good run or not run. Um, but yeah, you need to basically corner off a safe area. I have to do this for myself. Um, I obviously have guinea pigs. Those are my pets. I don't have any other pets, but everyone around me has cats. And unfortunately, the cats like to do their business in my garden, which I don't like. But um, so what I actually do is during the winter months, especially when the grass obviously dies away. But for now, for instance, now I have um, looked at the grass. I've checked it over, checked there's nothing on it. Um, and I've covered it over. So I've used chicken wire to cover over the grass area, which will stop the cats actually getting to it, which gives it a good number of weeks now before I put the guinea pigs on it when it's much warmer um, for me to know that there's nothing on there. And obviously every time I put the guinea pigs out or I get ready to put them out, I check it again. I check that there's nothing on there from any other pets or livestock. So again, if you're in a public kind of area and you want to put your guinea pigs out, Double check, there's no dogs, no cats, um, other people's animals, wild animals. Just avoid areas where other pets have done their business. And the last important note is about feeding grass in general. So grass, like I said, is great. It's great for their digestive systems. It's also a source of vitamin C. But you've got to be careful how you feed grass to your guinea pigs. So obviously I've been talking about so far putting your guinea pigs on grass but maybe you don't have that available to you like I say maybe you're in rented accommodation or following those tips before you can't definitively say that that grass putting your guinea pig on that grass it, it that it's free from chemicals it's free from mold etc etc so you just don't want to risk it and that's what exactly what I would advise but there's nothing to say that you can't feed grass following the other rules to your guinea pigs now, the important thing to know is you should always feed fresh grass. This should be cut, not ripped. If it's ripped from the ground, the roots can actually be dangerous to your guinea pigs. They can be poisonous. Um, it needs to be cut with scissors, you know, from a reasonable... Um, don't go right down to the bottom, you know, maybe go midway or something. Um, and that's how you should feed grass. You should never, ever, ever feed grass that has been clipped or cut with a lawnmower because grass basically loses all those nutrients and starts to deferment and mold super, super quickly, like within an hour. So anything lawnmower is no good. Also, anything petrol that has gone from the lawnmower to the grass, it's just not good. It's all poisonous to your guinea pig. So only ever fr cut, fresh cut grass that you've used scissors to cut 
from the grass itself again follow the rules previously stated out should be fed to your guinea pigs so you don't have to have a grass area to put your guinea pigs on but obviously you just need to know where that grass has come from then it follows all the other rules um, and obviously just be mindful no lawnmower clippings and it needs to be cut with scissors as well no roots so those are my tips about the actual grass itself putting your guinea pigs on the grass what you need to be aware of and feeding your guinea pigs so now let's talk about how you would introduce grass into your guinea pigs diet because you shouldn't just straight away put them on the lawn and leave them there all day you also shouldn't you know cut your whole lawn with scissors i have been there people um i am that crazy lady who in the middle of summer halfway through their guinea pigs you know it's maybe not warm enough to put their guinea pigs on a lawn i'm out there with scissors yeah my neighbors think i'm crazy but you all know i'm not um yeah so you shouldn't you know feed it straight away put them out all day feed them a big mound of grass you've got to introduce it slowly and there's many reasons for this basically grass if fed too much too soon can cause bloat within your guinea pig which is really really dangerous bloat in itself um can actually be death stra not straight away but within a very short period of time your guinea pigs basically have to continually digest food in order to let their body do everything else it needs to do and so with bloat your guinea pig probably isn't going to digest food the, di the bloat in the digestive tract is actually stopping them from digesting food and that can be fatal um the other thing is it too much grass too quickly can also cause diarrhea which again in itself is absolutely not good for their digestive system it's also not nice for you to clean up and moving on very quickly from that note let's now talk how you would introduce your guinea pigs safely to that grass environment now number one this should be slowly begin first time you ever introduce your guinea pigs to grass by again going back to everything before cutting a piece of grass that is suitable following all the other rules just a tiny bit so maybe a small handful cut a bit with some scissors feed a small handful to your guinea pigs see how they first of all like it some guinea pigs might not some guinea pigs might take a little while to get used to it they may not they've never had it before don't forget they have never had it or possibly never had it obviously after feeding that give it a day or two assess their health check there's no bloating check there's no diarrhea obviously if it's a small handful you should be okay there should be no issues but obviously any guinea pigs that do have an adverse effect to it you should maybe reduce again halve the amount that you gave to them test it again some guinea pigs probably just can't maybe they have a really sensitive stomach they're really elderly or really young you just need to take that on board so by introducing it slowly you're making yourself aware of any issues that could have caused but let's move on at number two to introducing grass to your guinea pig obviously they've reacted well to the first grass that you gave them it was cut you then slowly increase the quantity that you're giving them so over let's say the space of a week you're introducing it at first every other day and then you do it every day obviously i'm going to talk about things about um grass in general and putting your guinea pigs on the run that's going to come in a minute but grass that you're feeding to your guinea pig should never be wet it should always be sort of room temperature and that's when you cut it 
not when you're feeding it. So never cut grass, leave it for a day and then feed it to your guinea pig. Because going back to my lawnmower com comment, grass molds and deferments very quickly, like within an hour. So you always want to be cutting the grass and giving it to your guinea pig. So it should always be dry. And I, when I say dry, I mean it's green, but it's dry. It's just not wet. Um, all the morning dew on it has evaporated. Any rain on it has you know gone it is dry to the touch it's green and you're feeding it to your guinea pig so like i say you feed start by feeding it every other day maybe slightly increase the quantity by doing it every other day again you're assessing their health they may have some softer poops or some more fresh smelling poops um on and off that's the nutrients in the grass as well um, so as long as your guinea pig is not having mushy poops and certainly not diarrhea everything's okay they may just be a little bit softer or a little bit darker and a little bit more fresh smelling <laughs> everything like that is normal no mushy poops no diarrhea though then you can obviously go the same quantity but every day and obviously if everything continues the right way then you're good then you can consider putting your guinea pigs on the grass to enjoy obviously unlimited to a certain degree i'm using hyphens there unlimited grass um to eat and enjoy whilst they're in the run and that's the important part is you're also increasing their time on the grass the same way you increased the number of gra grass and quantity of grass over the days so when you do put your guinea pig on the grass and we'll talk about how you will and the safe way of doing that next but you want to start with 10 minutes you then want to increase it to 20 minutes and then increase it increase it so never even though you followed the steps before of giving them a little bit of hay the next day giving them a little bit of hay and so on so on never put them straight out on the grass for the next day because you will have completely overloped their system with all the grass that they could eat because if they've loved it they will just sit and munch for hours and hours and hours and obviously think how much your guinea pig eats in that time that's a lot of grass. So when you put them on the grass, you want to start with 10 minutes and then slowly every day or every other day, um, increase it in terms of time. So we've now spoken about the grass itself and feeding grass to your guinea pigs and the safe way to introduce it. Now let's talk about how you would put your guinea pig on the grass and the setup of that. So I've already mentioned in the last section, grass should never be wet. You should always put your guinea pig on fresh, grass following all the other rules we've spoken about it should be the gra ground should be warm enough as well it should be you know air temperature if the grass is wet if it's cold if it's in you know the atmosphere the air is cold that's going to be really bad for your guinea pig you know guinea pigs themselves their feet are on the ground their bellies are really low to the ground they absorb all the temperature from the ground into their bodies because they are so low to it. So if it's cold, your guinea pig's gonna get cold as well. And that's really not good. They can go down with a UTI, they can go around, go down with all sorts of things. So air temperature and reasonably warm, you know, 17 plus, not super hot, we'll come to super hot later, but um, you know, warm to you is warm to your guinea pig, cold to you, it's cold to your guinea pig. So you always want to make sure that it's a reasonable temperature and the grass isn't wet. Next, you want to always have a secure run for your guinea pig to go in. 
This is for many reasons. One, it gives them an area that you know the grass within is safe if you don't know about the rest of the garden. As I've mentioned, a run put up in your garden also can be done before you put your guinea pigs on the grass to make sure that you've almost created a little haven for them so that you know it's not contaminated in any way. That run itself should have a roof. And I'm not talking about just a fabric roof that you've pinned over. It should have a secure wooden, metal, whatever roof to it. And this is not only for security for your guinea pigs in terms of they've got a roof over their head, they will feel a lot safer, they'll want to explore more, they'll be happy to spend time in there, they will be a lot more active in there. But it's also safe from all the predators in your garden or wherever you're putting them that you know about and the ones that you don't. So for instance, next door's cat. My guinea pigs, when they're out in the run, I know for a fact next door's cat likes to sit and watch. Now, my run, if you wanna go see my setup in the garden, please head over to the YouTube channel. I have many videos on there talking about get this sort of same thing, as well as my setup and showing you visuals. So if you wanna see the run that I use, head over there. But I've got a wooden run that basically is chicken wire, half of it, and is full wood the other side. So that obviously provides um, a blocked and secure area safe from you know sun wind all that sort of thing and it's got the same in the roof and the roof physically is flat it's secure it's it's a hefty thing to move i tell you when i have to take it in and out of the shed it's it's a workout in itself but i know for a fact that that is safe i have to do that not only because i know i've got so many cats around me but i also live in kind of a town that is somewhat rural and also the back of my garden has no it's a field it's a public field it's a public right of way obviously my garden is fully secured with a fence but i know because i'm rural i know for a fact i have beards of prey that go over the house so the fact that my run has that really secure lid and roof to it i know that the birds can't get in there as well as next door's cat um and any other animals around so obviously even if you live in the middle of a city and you know for a fact there's no birds of prey and there's no cats, which that's a godsend. I'd love to be in a place where there's no cats. I don't hate cats. I just don't particularly like them going in my garden, messing with the pigs and leaving me presents. Um, but you should always have a secure roof, not just fleece, not just a bed sheet, anything like that, a secure roof. The next thing to note is to ensure that the shelter has a covered area. So obviously I've explained that you should have a um, very, very secure and a proper roof. But that roof obviously doesn't necessarily have to be covered. It could be one of these metal, could be an old cage that you've got or a CNC cage with a lid or something. I don't know, could be anything. But that doesn't necessarily shelter them from the sun and the wind. So if you have the run, that's all metal or it's grids or anything like that you should also lay over either a towel a bed sheet or some fleece that you've got or some fleece um 
what you call them, liners, that's the word, liners, over the top so that they are protected from the sun. The whole run doesn't need to be protected from the sun. You'd probably need to do the ratio of half and half. Your guinea pigs will love to be in the sun. They will love to sunbathe. The sun is great for them. It's a great source of vitamin D, not only for us humans, but also for guinea pigs. Um, but they need to have the choice. They need to, especially if it's a day that starts off not so warm and then it gets warmer, um, not super duper hot because guinea pigs should never be outside if it's super duper hot. It's not good for them. They will get heat stroke. Um, so half and half gives them the option to be in the sun but also gives them the shade if they need to cool down and it also protects them from the wind so particularly windy days I wouldn't put them out but if it's a day where there's kind of a small gust that if it comes it's a little bit chilly obviously with the bed sheet or a towel or fleece liner over it they've also got that ability to get out of the wind too. So moving on, like I say, you should never put your guinea pig out if it's super duper hot. Always avoid the hottest parts of the day. So for instance, in the UK, that tends to be anything between about 11 to 3, maybe 4 o'clock in the summer for us. Obviously, in spring and summer, you've got a smaller window, probably midday to 2 o'clock. Um, don't put them out then. It's way too hot for them, um, especially if you're not sheltering them in any way. You should always do that, but yeah always avoid the hottest part of the day um, and obviously the, or even though you're providing the secure run with a roof and everything like that you should also be keeping an eye on them so put them in the run don't just leave them there and go and watch TV and you're inside the house and you don't know what's going on stay outside with them get a camera take some pictures for your Instagram or film a YouTube video or sit on the lounger and read a book or watch a YouTube video on your phone help your mum and dad in the garden you might even have your own garden you can pick all the weeds because you know they're coming back and um, use that time whilst they're in the run to be near them not necessarily keeping an eye on them obviously just keep an eye on them every so often um, but be near them don't ever just put them in the run leave them there for hours come back to them because you just do not know what is happening and like i say although you've give, given them a secure run and everything like that you just do not know i have seen so many incidences particularly from australia of people who have hutches that are very secure but that snakes get in spiders get in it, to be honest most of the time it's a snake and unfortunately snakes do what snakes do and that guinea pig's gone so literally be so so obviously in the uk we don't necessarily have the same kind of snakes but there's nothing to say that a fox or some other a stout some other kind of predator animal can still get in runs it's incredible what happens moving on plastic hides you should never really use these in the run plastic hides as well in your cage during the summer months are a greenhouse they absorb the heat it gets so hot so my actual recommendation is to never use plastic hides in a grass area um or if you do they should be under that sheltered area where it's out of the sun like i say it's a greenhouse they get way too hot your guinea pig will be prone to heat stroke because they'll probably be in the plastic house because it's what they're used to um, it's shelter for them if that's the only thing in there they're going to be in there and it's just not great use things like wooden log bridges or cardboard boxes something that is light airy very um dark inside obviously the wooden log bridges have cracks in them but it will still be very dark inside use things like that that let the air in and out 
rather than plastic hides. The last thing is always to make sure that water is available, whether that is the water bottle from their cage that you've transferred for the hour or so, maybe less that they're in there, and of course, or a water bowl, or even just a few things. I've even seen, and I wouldn't personally recommend this, I think this also goes too far in the sense that some people will dampen their guinea pig. I personally wouldn't do this. I think by dampening the guinea pig, especially if it's windy and that, they could get cold and all the other effects. Um, but, and if it's too hot, I just wouldn't put them out. Um, I'd always keep them inside give them and I'll do a whole nother podcast on how to keep your guinea pigs cool because I'm aware that this one's already pretty long um but yeah they need a constant source to water as well obviously the grass itself will have water and nutrients in it so they might not drink it but they should always have access to it this goes for hay as well obviously hay is the most important part of your guinea pigs diet even though they're in the run eating grass which is great you still need to provide them hay like I've said, grass is very water-based, so by having the hay, they will probably eat both um, and just create that balance for themselves. Um, so you know that if your guinea pigs eat hay for a while, they'll go to the water bottle to drink. It's the same thing. If they've eaten grass for a while, it's probably really wet. They might want something dry to eat. So always put hay in the run with them too. Okay, so that was the podcast all about grass i'm very aware this has been very long so i will probably condense it and do some short ones when we get into the summertime do the you know cusp of this but in much shorter um episodes to remind you as well as make it easier to consume but um like i've said if you want any visuals on this there's videos on our youtube channel too popcorn and piggy just find us on youtube um and yeah, I hope this gives you the information now so that you don't rush to put your guinea pigs on the grass, you don't do it for too long and cause any health issues to your guinea pigs, but also that you know what now is good and what isn't good and you feel empowered and knowledgeable to know that you can put your guinea pigs on grass. You just have a few rules that you need to follow to ensure their best health. So as ever, that has been this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Any comments that you want to make, I'm on Instagram at popcornandpiggy. Just find me there, as well as lots of cute pictures of my pigs, of course, as well as anything about announcements from the shop. And I'd love to connect with you. Let me know how you listen to this podcast. Let me know if you find it informative. Let me know if you want to hear any particular topics in the future. I'm open to suggestions if anyone wants to be interviewed on the podcast as well. So if you have a piggy business, let me know. And I will have another episode coming to you next week. See you all then. Bye. So that was this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned something. I hope you've had some ideas to take away to try with you and your guinea pigs. As usual, if you enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast app. And of course, there will be a new episode next Thursday. Thank you as ever for listening, my piggy friend, and we'll see you next week. Don't forget to hop on over to the Popcorn and Piggy website and shop to enjoy our guinea pig themed stationery and gifts to make you and your guinea pig happy.